0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Plan Podcast, episode number 16. I've returned after a five-week break from producing the podcast. And during that time, I was working on a big project that I had been putting off for kind of a long time. And in today's episode, I thought it would be fun to tell you more about what I've been working on and how it went, offer some advice for anyone who is planning a big project or thinking of spending a few weeks or months hyper-focused on a specific project. And then I thought we'd chat a little bit about what you can expect in this fresh session of The Plan Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Plan Podcast. We don't know everything, but we're putting together a plan to figure it out, one topic, an episode at a time. If your goal is to live better, do better, or be better, then this is the podcast for you. So, grab your favorite pen, folks, and let's make some plans with your host, Danny Brewflot from Time is Honey. All right, Danny, let's get planning. You might recall back in episode 15, I talked a lot about taking this little sabbatical, we'll call it. And I shared that I'd been working on some free online tutorials and a course. I kind of talked about what my past experience was with course creation and how this was something I had been wanting to produce for a long time, but had been kind of putting off. Sharing information about social media and social media management with small business owners is something that I've been passionate about for a long time. Doing it just makes me really happy. And for a few years, I kind of satisfied that itch by doing in-person workshops. And although I always intended to make the material available online as well, it was just kind of a struggle for me to prioritize it alongside just being busy with client projects and other work and other things that I had that I wanted to do. But when we decided to move internationally, I kind of had to come to the realization that getting this content online was important for me in order to maintain the relationship I had with small business owners and being able to kind of reach and work with them. And I knew that an online course was going to be the easiest solution for this. And so I took the month of March off from the podcast so that I could free up some of my time to kind of work on this online content. I'm happy to say that the month went really well. I completed everything I needed to and I learned oh my goodness, just so much about course creation, video creation, editing videos, creating videos, just like I learned so many new skills but also a lot about myself. And so what I did was I created a training page on my website. It has 8 tutorials that are kind of some of my favorite skills and tips for social media. These tutorials are entirely free. Um, There's no hoops, no giving me your email, no signing up for anything. They're just there as a resource for you. And I'm going to continue adding new tutorials there when people request something. So if there's something you want to learn and you want me to make a tutorial about it, send me a message and let me know and I will do my best to get it onto the page. So these tutorials are live on my website if you just go to timeishoney.com and click on training. Then, aside from these free online tutorials, I also created an online course. And the online course had two goals. First, I wanted it to be affordable, not cheap. I wanted the course to have Tremendous value, but I wanted to be really practical about what I invested into creating it so that I could keep the price within a range that would be accessible for small business owners, people who are just starting out, or even people who are struggling in their business and really need a course like this to kind of help pull them out of that. And my second goal with the course was to create it kind of like a coffee date. So I told myself that I had one hour to sit down with you and that you have a budget of $50 a month or less. And so with that knowledge, how would I spend that hour? What would I teach you? And the answer to that is in the course. That is why I created it. And that was my second goal. And I think I can successfully say that I fulfilled both of these. The course cost is just $97, which if you're familiar at all with online courses, that is a fraction of what a lot of them cost. Um, The price might go up in the future, but currently you can enroll and take the entire course for $97. It'll take you less than an hour to complete it which was really important to me because I know how important your time is. So start to finish, 45-ish minutes. And the goal of the course is to help you feel confident in creating wonderful content for your business, no matter what your business is, and promoting it across social media effectively and efficiently without it being a huge drain. The course is kind of focused on Instagram because... It's my opinion that if you're a small business owner on a tight budget, Instagram is the best place to kind of invest your time and energy. It's going to give you the most bang for your buck. And so it kind of focuses on that. So if you already use and love Instagram, the course is going to be really great for you. But if you're kind of unfamiliar, you can get a really good jump start through my free tutorials because it gives you tons of free information about getting started on Instagram. So start there and then check out the online course. This online course that I created over the month of March is divided into 4 short sections. The first is creating custom graphic content. The second is scheduling your social media content. The third is automating your content. And the fourth is improving your photo and video content. Each section has a video that is about 10 to 15 minutes long. And then there's a short, simple workbook that helps just kind of guide you through this entire thing. And I know that most small business owners, like I said, are crunched for time. And so it was really important to me to make the course really simple, but also just super actionable. So at the end of it, at the end of the one hour, you just feel like you have a very clear plan for putting together a social media schedule for the next couple of months. And you feel motivated to just jump in and start creating that content. So, in a nutshell, that's what I've been up to the past five weeks. You can visit my training page for all of those free online tutorials related to social media and running a small business. Just go to my website, timeisheady.com, click on training and you'll be able to access the entire list. On that page, you can also find more information about the online course, which is called Content Creation for Small Business. For those of you out there who have been wanting to take one of my in-person workshops, but weren't able to, or weren't in the area, or who have been wanting to hire me and work with me on a project, or as a social media manager, but I just haven't had the openings, or maybe... I was out of your budget. I really hope that these online resources are going to be helpful. And although they were a lot of work, (laughs) they were also a really incredible learning experience for me. And I'm just really thrilled to share them with you. So now I did all of this in five weeks and I did it all by myself. Everything from writing the episodes to producing the episodes to getting all the training and everything online and the website changes and new pages and all of it. And It's fair to say that launching a series of online tutorials along with a full online course start to finish in 5 weeks is pretty aggressive. And keep in mind that I was still working a full-time job as well as managing my blog and Etsy shop in conjunction with working on all of this content. And for me, that meant waking up at 5 a.m. every day the entire month, working probably at least 20 hours every single weekend throughout the entire month. and with some really long days mixed in there. But it also taught me a few things about the prioritization and motivation that kind of needed to go on behind this. And so I thought it'd be fun to share just a few tips um, for planning out a big project like this. And just to kind of let you know that it is doable, even when you already have a lot on your plate If you can kind of just make the space for it and do what you need to do for me that meant not doing the podcast and although it made me sad it was um it was worth it it was worth taking the five weeks off from the podcast and it was also kind of nice to step back from the podcast and also kind of rethink a little bit about where i want this to go which we'll talk about at the end so anyway let's dive in here with my five tips for planning a big project the first one is keep your goal front and center so as i said before my goal with the on with the online course was to teach small business owners the four skills that I thought were the most valuable and offer them the most bang for their buck. So what I did was I kind of rewrote that those goals into a little mission statement and I kept this at the top of all my Google documents and just kind of in front of my face as much as I could. I wrote it in all my notebooks and everything. And what the little mission statement said was Small business owners should feel confident in their ability to create their own content and share it on social media to increase their returns and build a beautiful community around their business. That was my goal. That's what I want people to come out of my course feeling. And so I kept that in front of my face all month long. Just having it there every day to remind me about what I was doing and why I was doing it was really helpful. Tip number two, Give yourself incremental goals so of course at the end of the month i had this goal of having this entire tutorial library built and having this online course ready to go and published. and an april 1st deadline for that was great but i also had smaller goals that i tried to meet kind of at the end of each week such as building out the new course landing page creating the graphics for the course outlining the workbook and so on and so having these smaller goals kind of helped me avoid putting things off until the end of the month and kind of, you know, slowly procrastinating. But it also gave me little feelings of achievement and gave me reasons to celebrate along the way. So I felt like every Friday night throughout the month of March was like, you know, let's make a drink. Let's open a bottle of wine because I felt good about what I'd accomplished that week. And I think that's important. I think it's really good for kind of your mental clarity and to maintain that motivation throughout the entire month. It's kind of a marathon, not a sprint. So you kind of got to keep your energy up. And so those little incremental goals and kind of tell yourself what you're going to reward yourself with. Number three, use a vertical planning calendar. So we're all familiar with what a traditional calendar looks like, right? Like a wall calendar. It's that seven-day grid laid out with each day in a little square But with a vertical planner, each day actually becomes a row, and it gives you this really great visual layout of your month. It's kind of hard to explain in a podcast, obviously, but this idea came to me within a couple of days of starting this kind of online course project. And I knew I had to get this design out of my head and onto paper. So I designed an entire vertical planning calendar for all of 2019 and all of 2020. And it just really helped me lay out like not only the month of March and everything I needed to do surrounding these big projects, but also just kind of the next 18 months. And I love it because it's on 18 little pages. I can see everything by just kind of glancing. I could lay them all out in one big timeline to get an even better visual. It's just really a cool way. So I designed it. I put it in my Etsy shop and I'm actually giving it to you for free today in the show notes. So head over to planpodcast.com. Today's show notes have a link to all of 2019. So you can try out this vertical planning system that I developed to kind of help myself through this by just heading over there and printing it out. Tip number four, always wake up knowing what the three most important tasks are for that day. I think this is really important when you're working on a big project and you have a clear deadline. I, of course, use my daily page design to facilitate this. And it's kind of something I keep in mind every day, even when I'm not working on a big project. But you can use my design or any design or even just a simple to-do list in a notebook or whatever. But what I recommend is that you take time the night before to update your tasks and your projects and make sure that you have clearly defined what the three most important tasks or projects are for the next day. And that way you wake up and you know what needs to get done. It really helps me stay motivated as well as helps me kind of prioritize my time and avoid procrastination, especially morning procrastination. If I don't do this, I tend to like wake up, be kind of slow and pokey, sit on the computer kind of browsing and reading articles and checking just random platforms instead of getting started on what I really need to accomplish. And on the days I do this, I find that I kind of have these three things done by 10 a.m. And so number four was really, really important um, for me in getting this stuff done last month. Tip five, give yourself some grace. So Josh and I, unfortunately, both ended up getting head colds the last week of March. Like The timing could absolutely not have been worse. Fortunately, I was only sick for like two days, like knock on wood, and I was ahead on a lot of the stuff that I had already finished. Um, So I was in a pretty good spot, but it put me in a tough spot when it came to my online course because I still needed to record the video intros. And like, let me tell you, there was nothing I felt less like. Than like doing my hair and makeup and like getting my face on a camera. And, you know, even after you feel better from a cold, it's still like you have a few days where talking for more than five to 10 minutes is hard and kind of can send you into a coughing fit. And you just feel like your <laughs> skin looks awful, your nose is swollen, and your eyes are red. And so I just gave myself grace. I just said, like, I'm not going to record these until I feel better. And so even though the, the course was supposed to be live on April 1st, I postponed it 24 hours just so I had a full week to recover from being sick. Could record those intros clear headed and feeling confident in them. And it's not easy for me to push a deadline. And it's definitely not easy for me to, um, yeah, feel like I'm delivering something late. (laughs) But I just had to give myself that grace. I couldn't help getting sick. And um, I think that's important. So even when you have a big deadline, give yourself some grace if things don't go your way. Okay. So there you have it. My five tips for planning a big project keep your end goal front and center give yourself incremental goals try using a vertical planning calendar wake up knowing what the three most important tasks are for that day and give yourself some grace so the other big news from march is of course not only are the online tutorials and course finished and available on my website but the podcast is officially back and i will be releasing new episodes every thursday moving forward so What do I have in store for you with this fresh session of the Plan Podcast? (laughs) I'm so glad that you asked. I am finally diving into some guest interviews. I actually started this podcast with the intention of doing guest interviews right away, but obviously I went through that first, like what, the first 15 episodes just talking to myself. So now you might think that this is because I just really like the sound of my own voice, which is not a lie but it's also because doing guest interviews on a podcast is like a whole another level of complexity it's not only writing notes for the show it's researching an entirely different person and their career and their business and their work and kind of studying them and coming up with questions and developing an outline for the show that helps ensure that the show is going to be interesting because you don't want just 45 minutes of you know listening to me talk to my friend about the weather and catching up but ensuring that if you take the time to listen to sit, to sit down and like listen to this show, I want you to get some value out of it. So it's more work than it sounds like. And then there's also an entire technical side of a guest show that is new because you're suddenly responsible for someone else's sound quality and working at the mercy of their internet connection and going through and editing everything they say. And if they're long-winded, that can mean a lot of meticulous editing after the show records. So while it did take me some time, 15 episodes to be exact, to figure out all of this technical stuff and sort of feel confident in my ability to interview someone, which is a damn art form, I have to say. And um, I just have so much respect for people that can do it well. And I'm definitely learning in real time. So enjoy. But I am finally ready to kind of give it a whirl. And I'm bringing you guest interviews throughout this new session. So I'm starting off next week when I sit down with my friend Marla Berg. Marla is a friend of mine from Madison who I just absolutely love. And Marla and I used to teach in-person workshops together about photography, styling, social media, all that. She's a hoot. And something that Marla and I have in common is that we're both very multi-passionate and we're kind of unapologetic about it. I think we both just have kind of gotten to a point in our careers um, where we've learned how to just kind of embrace being multi-passionate instead of apologizing for it and kind of harness that energy in productive ways. So tune in next week to episode 17 to hear from Marla, who is currently running three creative businesses and hear how she keeps all of those plates up in the air and spinning. I think you will enjoy it. So I will continue to do solo episodes and I'm going to kind of do my best to alternate each week. Um, I did a quick survey after the first session, and it seemed like the audience was kind of split between wanting more episodes about like life and health and happy living and wanting to hear more about business and social media. So In this second session, I'm going to have more business-focused episodes, and I'm really excited to dive into some of the requests that you guys have made for episodes. I think they're going to be a lot of fun and very interesting and kind of nice supplements to the different guest interviews. So if you haven't noticed, The Planned Podcast also has a little fresh new look. I worked with an incredible graphic designer named Jenna. Jenna. I think her last name's Goad. It's G-O-E-D-E. See, this is one of the problems with like always working online is like you never need to know how to pronounce anybody's name, which is good because nobody ever knows how to say mine. So anyway, her name's Jenna. She's amazing. I'll make sure I link to her in... um. The show notes, so that you can see her work. Um, but she was a ton of fun to work with, and we were inspired by like Saved by the Bell, kind of the '90s in general, and Broad City, which is one of my absolute favorite shows. And I feel like Jenna did a really amazing job of meshing like all of those random things together with. A whole bunch of stuff that I love and my existing brand and my passion for planning and organization to just create this new aesthetic for the show. It just feels really fresh and exciting. And I hope that you love it as much as I do. So as always, you can head over to planpodcast.com. And you should because you can see that hot new branding for today's full show notes. And I have a link to that free vertical planner in there for you. So check that out and grab it and let me know if you use it, as well as links to all of those um, free online tutorials and the course that I discussed in today's episode. So as mentioned in the course, content creation for small business, um, it's currently $97, but that may be changing or increasing in the future. So if it sounds interesting to you, pop over to the website and learn more about it. All right. That is all for now. And I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in and making some plans with us today. You can find the show notes for all episodes over at planpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone about it by sharing this episode with them and taking a moment to rate us and review us in the App Store. Don't forget, we've got plans next week, and we will see you then.